everyone. Welcome to a cup of tea. Um, I'm here with Yasmin again. Hi. Hello. We also have Willow in the background, so my dog. So if you hear any weird noises or shuffling or... Special guest. Yeah, any licking, then it's my dog. It's not me. <laughs> um, so today's um, podcast, we're doing something a bit different again. I haven't really done this before. So I got people to like message in and ask, like for about subjects that you know they want some advice on. And I thought, you know what, who better than to get advice from than... So it's my dog shuffling around. <laughs> Shush. Then Willow. Then, then Willow. And the centre of attention. Um, then Yasmin. So, I should, do you want to just go straight in? Let's do it. Yeah. So, the first, some of these are like more general statements. Some of these are like actual scenarios. So, the first one is... Oh, hang on, that's a quote. Um... First one is dealing with jealousy in a relationship. So, I mean, oh, here we go, Miss High Mighty over here. Um, I don't really get jealous in a relationship. Well, I was gonna say I don't know what I could be jealous of. Yeah, this is the thing. I think it's so subjective, and like, I do feel like jealousy comes from a place of like either insecurity yeah. or like not enough trust. Yeah. Um, so I feel like even if there's the tiniest little smidge that you think your partner could cheat on you, then you're going to get jealous. Even if it's a tiny amount, there'll be a little bit of jealousy. Yeah. You need to... Like, even if you don't trust other people, there's nothing to be jealous of mm. if you trust, trust your partner. With. Like, you, I just think you should trust your partner 100%. Like, if you don't, then... <laughs> you shouldn't be with them. Break up now. Break up. <laughs> Call them up. Sorry, we're done. Bye. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've never felt like jealous of anyone because there's nobody to feel jealous of in relation to my boyfriend. But any time you get feelings like that has only ever come from insecurity. So. Yeah, I was going to say, it's. I think when it comes from insecurity, it's a bit different. Like, if it's an insecurity about yourself. Yeah. Um then rather than insecurity about your relationship it was insecurity about your relationship then you need to deal with that <laughs> it was insecurity about yourself and you feel threatened in that sense or like you're jealous of someone because they have something you don't have or you know you think you're not good enough for your partner or something yeah. like that then like that is obviously something you need to work on internally i think well i feel like communicate which is obvious yeah. but i feel like when you're in that position you're like oh if i tell them they might not like me anymore or something but yeah. Just tell them. Just tell possible. them. And if they don't like you because of it, then you shouldn't be with them anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> next one. <gasps> um, right, next one. Well, yeah, so our advice for that was communicate. Um, what else, really? I mean, communication is the main one, isn't it? Yeah, and then if they don't like it after that, bin them off. Yeah. Um, if you can't trust them whatsoever, bin them off. Bin them off. <laughs> and um, Work on yourself yeah, and love wor- yourself. Work on yourself and love yourself. You know when RuPaul's like, if you don't love, love yourself, yourself, how the hell is anyone else going to love you? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, wise words from RuPaul. Yeah. Okay, well, next next situation. That was nice, quick and speedy. Yeah. Been firing it out. It's going to be a short podcast. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is sort of a, like, situation one, so. I struggle to organise my time better, and it is becoming a problem for seeing friends, work, chores, self-care, and everything else. I don't want my friends to think I'm a flake, but my grind is so important to me right now as I'm finding my feet after graduating. What tips do you have for time management? I feel like, with it being after graduation, a lot of your friends are either going to be in that position with you or maybe, like, a year before or after being in that Mm. position so they'll understand. Yeah, and even if they're not friends from 
you like they didn't go to uni like I still feel like you can speak to them and like explain and like if they should understand if they don't understand then yeah that's a them problem because there would have been a point where they came out of school or college or something and were in the same position they were just in it a mm. lot earlier and they didn't go to uni yeah I um I'd say tips for time management for me this might not work for everyone but I make lists of like to do this make it clear like what I need to do and I work I'll set myself, like, tasks each day. Like, so by the end of the day, I'll know if I've, like, completed what yeah. I wanted to do. Um, at the moment, I'm sort of... I'm not... Too, like, I'm really busy, but because I'm trying to do loads of stuff. Yeah. But I'll, like, f- sort of fit my ta- my chores around, like, seeing my friends. Um, but it depends, sort of... You almost want to make, like, a priority list. Like, yeah. your top priorities, do that, and then, you know sort of medium priorities that you could maybe fit seeing your friends around or like doing chores around and like your you know sort of lower priority stuff the stuff you've got a little bit more time for yeah I was gonna say like see what is kind of a necessity to do and then get that booked in or whatever or just make sure it's marked out in your calendar in your head or in like an actual calendar yeah I was gonna say and then you can work around it I don't know I feel like it kind of it depends how much you want to do as well because if you don't have time in the day but you want to do something then you, you need to get up earlier and do yeah. it and like you can make time for certain things but also you need to take time out when like you're gonna burn out or something yeah yeah don't burn out that's like the worst thing to do and I do think like your friends should understand like sometimes I feel really like socially drained even if I haven't seen anyone just like the thought of going out I'm like I can't do it yeah so I think it's important for like your friends to understand like you shouldn't be worried that your friends are going to flake because um, they should understand, like, you know, you're trying to start your career, you're trying to get a job, you know, you might be starting a new project, like, yeah. a podcast. And it's quite hard to, like, I think especially if you're coming straight out of graduation, you're going into a new career, you'll probably be working hours you haven't worked before. Mm. Like, it's, unless you've done a placement like you did. Yeah. Like, for me, coming out of um, uni, it was the first time I had a proper full-time like 40 hour a week job mm. and at the end of it you will be drained because you've never done it before yeah and then yeah I think it's just understanding that people are gonna be a lot more I think it's like the adjusting period yeah a transitional period I yeah like to call it. I'm in a transitional period in my life right now <laughs> um but I, I think most of my friends understand or like if they don't then I'm just like I can't yeah. have your negative energy right now because I find, like, my schedule now with my new job revolves around when tennis is on. Mm. So, my like, I will never have the same hours. I'll work 40 hours a week or I might do a bit more and then have, like, a couple of days off the week after. But my life now is just so... <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm happy, I'm happy to do it because I would have been sat home watching the tennis anyway and trying yeah. to find an excuse not to meet my friends. So, yeah. at least I'm doing it for a living, but it's... I don't know. I'd say it's tough, but I guess if you're trying to make a career for yourself and do something you actually love, it's easier to sacrifice someone you're yeah. doing something you love. And I think coming out of uni, like if you have just graduated, I think coming out of uni, you do tend to like sort of, not necessarily on purpose, but like you sort of realise like your friends and like, your, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like the people who you have time for and who have time for you and sort of things like that. Yeah, because so. there's going to be people where maybe people at home that you didn't see much over the three or four years that you were at uni and you come back and you don't see them again or you come back and you suddenly start seeing them even if you hadn't seen them for a while and then the friends you made at uni, 
you might not see as much or even if you don't see them you'll just kind of know who's worth prioritizing and keeping yeah in the loop definitely also you know side note <laughs> got to say again that the tea that i'm drinking now is a lovely turmeric gold tea pucker again i think we think it's pucker yeah and that's pucker not puka we don't that's gross but yeah anyway back on back on top anything else to add to the I don't know. I feel like, especially when you're fresh out of graduation, don't take the same approach maybe every week. Just try mm. out different things. See what leaves you kind of more tired or, f- like, leaves you feeling more energised mm. or drained or what. And Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my dog looks really cute. <laughs> Willow. <laughs> right. Um, okay, next one. Let's go next. Lovely, lovely uh, advice taking. <laughs> Um, I'm struggling with finding... This is completely random off topic, but I like it. I'm struggling with finding a sense of style whilst avoiding fast fashion where I can and not getting on, getting bored of clothes or needing new ones every season. How do you make your wardrobe more practical? So, <laughs> I feel like it's the most obvious thing. you just got to get a capture wardrobe. Yeah. I'm starting... Like, I was a sucker for... I Honestly, I, I actually get... You had like, like five parcels a week coming to our second year house. It got bad, like it got so bad, like all fast fashion, like so, like just cheap, like low quality clothes. Mm. Like they were trends that, like no, but like online fashion trends, not like actual yeah. like proper fashion trends, and not things you can actually wear day to day. Day to day, like they were just like, but I just fell into the trap of fast fashion trends. Yeah. And I was just buying, like, new clothes all the time. So now I'm stuck with, like, loads of clothes. And a lot of it I like, but I don't feel like... I feel the same. Like, I don't feel like I have a sense of style. Yeah. But what I'm going to do, um, now that I've been paid, yay payday, <laughs> is I'm now buying... Um, I'm just buying staple items that can be worn in different ways to create different outfits. Yeah. Um, and having, like, staple items rather than, like you know trends if you will so i'll probably buy like maybe one or two different items each like season maybe if i want to but i'm gonna buy now just sort of like capsule wardrobe stuff that lasts long and then you don't need to you can spend a bit more then as well so you get better quality um and i to be fair i'm gonna buy quite a lot of my stuff second hand like off vintage or depop yeah i was gonna say vintage or depop is like your friend for this because even mm. if there is a trend you want to try out you could maybe get it from someone who's like tried it and is already selling mm. it on because a lot of these trends are like you'll wear it for one big night out yeah. or one big event and it's done and you don't want it anymore so a lot of people will be selling it and then the same is you know if you do buy it from a fast fashion place to try it out and you don't want it anymore at least by selling it on mm. it's kind of giving it another life and not just making it sit there or go yeah. into the environment but yeah so i um I'm also going to look... Obviously, we live in Brighton, so I'm going to have a little rummage through the lanes and stuff as well, get some nice pieces from there. But, yeah, my advice would be to get a capsule wardrobe, um, you know, sort of staple items, like a trench coat. Yeah. Trench coats never go out of fashion. You can wear them all winter. You can wear them autumn as well. You can layer trench coats. Like, you can have different things under it. Like, items that you can layer, that's another good thing because you can wear them, like, in the summer when it's cool and then you can layer them in the winter um that's probably my advice well I feel like I'm kind of in that phase that you were before like transitioning 
out of fast fashion as much. Like, I'll still get clothes from places mm. like Misguided or Pretty Little Thing, but now it's clothes that I know I'm actually going to keep wearing. Yeah. And I don't mind having if they're something that I'm not just yeah. going to, you know, like, buy and have sit there. Yeah. And I've... Like, I used to be a bit of, like, you know, if there was, like, a cool Molly May collection, I would just get it. Mm. And then... I've I just really gone off that recently. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's seeing the amount of money it is, and you just don't like it after like yeah. one wear. To be fair, I was really like I you know I did buy lots of clothes, but I did wear the clothes yeah. a lot. Like if that makes sense. Like I never really wore something once then threw it out. Like I still have items of clothes that I bought when I was in like secondary school or college, and I yeah. still wear them today. But. Yeah, no, I'm the same as you, like, most of my clothes, like, you'd wear them, like, one winter, and then by the next winter, the trend's long gone, and you're just like, I don't actually like this. Yeah, I feel like, especially winter, there are coats that you kind of, like, can have as a staple. Yeah. Like, you need, like, a big warm one, whether or not you think it's, like pretty or not but then yeah. you can make sure you get one that you like and you'll keep wearing yeah like you can never go wrong with like a black coat yeah like a you know i've i think i well i've same with oh, i can't speak but i have coats that i got in like you know black friday sales for the winter and now i'm i literally wore them like one winter and now i'm like i hate them yeah I'm like, why did i get that and then i have other coats that like like a black puffer jacket you know you can't go wrong with yeah. some sort of black puffer jacket i only just got my first proper black puffer you know like i had my boyfriend got me a leather one last year, which I'll keep wearing this year. But my first just actual mm. big, reliable puffy coat mm. I got this year and it had its first outing on Saturday and I loved it. Mm. And it's just so nice to know that I'll just never throw it out. I love coats. <laughs> <laughs> like, coat, I do. I love coats. Like, I don't like wearing them, but I like how they can make an outfit. Yeah. Like, they can complete an outfit. I always see people in coats and I just want so many different coats, but I don't need that many coats. Well, I mean, you can't... I feel like if you want to try out a trend... The second hand route is good because you yeah. can either buy it brand new and sell it on. That's what I did with kind of... I know the shackets are still a thing this year, but I just couldn't really be bothered for mine anymore. And I mm. sold it and I have been sat like, oh, I wish I had a shacket. But I'd also rather have the money than this item sitting, mm. wasting space. I went to um, Camden Markets recently and the vintage shops in... Um Shoreditch. So if you're in London, they had really good jackets. And if you want like a designer trench coat, they had so like everywhere had like Burberry, like vintage Burberry coats. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like uh, on the high end of a hundred, sort of two hundred pound mark. I mean, still for but that, it's very good. If you want, yeah, like if you want a trusty like you know Burberry trench coat, or there was like this one place that did like leather jackets that were like fifteen quid, and there was some in there that I wanted, but I was hungry, so when I got lunch. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I also think if there's like something you want, if you can sit on it for a bit, and that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing a lot recently. And then it's kind of like, unless it's something that's really going out of stock, like there was this pair of boots I wanted on ASOS and I just didn't get them and they went out of stock. And I put the notifications on and I didn't sleep well last night and it went off three times in the night and I clicked it immediately and they would go again. And then when I woke up at like seven, they came back. So I placed an order at seven and went back to sleep. Nice. But it like it's nice knowing that you actually thought it through because I think even if I bought them two or three weeks ago I'd feel almost worse about the purchase yeah so that's what I've done this month was in September I said to myself after payday like beginning of October payday 
like I'll buy the stuff I want for like my capsule wardrobe so now it's been like a month where I've been like thinking about it yeah. obviously it's annoying like because I'm gonna get most like pretty much all of it from like Depop or Vinted or the lanes so obviously if something goes out or, like if, someone, <laughs> if it sells then like it's gone but um I think because I'm getting like sort of stapley stuff there's like lots of variations yeah. so yeah I'm thinking about it for like a month and now I'm gonna put place my orders <laughs> but yeah Next up, we have um, living back at home after uni and how weird it is. Um, I mean, I've been doing it for, what, over a year now. Yeah. I think it helps if, like, obviously, if you're in the position to do it, maybe change up your room a bit. Because mm, when I came I back last year, I moved around furniture. And now, I think, like, next month is going to be the first time since I was maybe 16-ish that... I'm changing my room mm. in terms of like wallpaper and like a new wardrobe and stuff like that. And I feel like it's going to make all the difference. I think if you're going to do something like that, try and get pieces that when you eventually move out, you can take with you. Or if you're kind of getting rid of something from your room, keep it flat packed so you can take it with you when you go. So yeah, I don't know. I guess it's quite tough because you're not going to be in the position to move out for a while mm. unless you've got tons of money from when you were at uni, which I don't know how. Yeah, or you're lucky. Yeah. You know, you've got nice rich parents who <laughs> want to pay for you, I wish. <laughs> but, um, you know, I um, we're like opposites. So, like, you're an only child and I'm one, of yeah. five. I'm one of five, so our experiences are completely different. So for you, it's probably quite chill, like, and you're very close with your mum um and obviously it's just you so it's probably quite like easy yeah like it's just you know easy to live there you have good links to like getting into brighton and stuff whereas for me obviously i live with to be fair one of my brothers has moved out so there's four kids three dogs (laughs) and two adults in my house plus like if girlfriends or boyfriends stay over um there's like so many people like it's always so busy and loud um like I struggle with like if I want to get work done or anything yeah. like that but also I work in Brighton but live in Littlehampton so I spend like half my time at my boyfriend's house in Brighton half my time at home so I've literally been living out of a suitcase since I left uni and it is it's so annoying like I just I even need to like go traveling <laughs> and like just live out of suitcase while I'm traveling or I need to like actually move out because it's <laughs> the struggle is real yeah, I think I, it is weird, like, adjusting. It's yeah. the... I, this you feel really pigeonholed back into being a kid, almost. Yes, and, like, I... I mean, you probably don't have this, but I have my dad constantly asking me when I'm going to start painting. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I don't even have a full-time job yet. Leave me alone. It's been, like, five minutes. Um, so I'm literally, like, constantly like, dodging my dad so he doesn't <laughs> ask me when I'm going to pay and keep. Well, I feel like don't put pressure on there being a certain time to leave, especially... I feel like when you first graduate, you can be quite idealistic. So this time a year ago, I was like, I'm going to be moved out by next summer. Yeah. I am not moved out. And I'm like, I'm happy to stay until the moment is right now. Whereas before I was kind of rushing. Yeah, don't rush And I think me. there was a point last year as well where I was like, oh, well, it's cheaper to have a mortgage than it is to pay rent. Yeah. So if I just use my eyesight, I'm going to buy a house this time next year. And now <laughs> it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to commit to that and... I feel like it's very easy to see people around you like doing stuff or like people on Instagram, but you've got your whole life to do it as well. So, yeah. and to be fair, a lot of the people I know who 
are buying houses now are people who like didn't go to uni so yeah, they've sort of same. got like a three four year head start I like to see it <laughs> make myself feel better um the, do you know what one of the weirdest things is like you know obviously you're uni like you do all your own washing up when I go home I'm like I don't want to wash up <laughs> like I'll do my washing up but like the thought of washing up actually like repulses yeah. me whereas whereas when do I'm you know, uni, it's I the thought it. though it's the thought because when you actually do it you're fine yeah but the other thing as well is I end up doing all my siblings <laughs> like that like, I'll wash up my stuff but they don't because obviously they haven't gone to uni yet so like they just leave it on the side so I end up having to do theirs so like the thought of washing up actually makes me angry <laughs> I feel like you're still in the mindset as well of like you know at uni you kind of like split stuff very evenly so you're like mm. if you do this I'm going to do this or like if you pay this much I'm going to pay this much like I want um, my mum orders from ASOS a fair bit and I was like oh we should split premier and she was like are you like I'm not a student like what is wrong with you if you yeah. want this you just need to pay for it yourself <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, Mum, can you, <laughs> can you half an hour for me? Yeah, can you half an hour? It's Mom. literally ten pounds a year, and she was like, "What is wrong with you? I'm <laughs> not in uni anymore." Oh gosh, I'd be like, Mum, pay for it, mate. You order more than I do. It's just the mentality. My boyfriend's like that as well, and I don't know if it's about him like trying to be too polite, but. Let's say if, like, we got a KFC bucket with my mum once <laughs> and Jamie was like, right, I've had this many of this and this many of this. You're and, like, joking. this is the amount for you. And my mum was like, don't care, just eat it. Just eat the thing, yeah. So there's, like... I think there are as much good things as there are bad things about going back home, like, in terms of, you know, you don't have to do, oh, I've had, like, half the chicken, so you yeah. can have the other now. And if you do someone else's washing there'll also be a time hopefully where someone else would do yours sort of thing Mm. and yeah I think when you first graduate you focus on the negatives of it but when you've been there for long enough I think you just kind of commit to the idea and enjoy the perks of it while you can because even if you're paying rent it's nowhere near as much as you're going to pay when you actually move out so if you want if you want to buy (laughs) if you want to buy yourself nice stuff now this is the time to do it you're not going to be able to do it soon I think just have a plan to like save like if you do genuinely want to move out like just have a plan to save like um, ration your money, you know. Yeah, have a look at areas. Plan it out. Don't put pressure on it because this is where I feel like we're at now. Is we're looking at places and how much it would cost for rent, and then saying, okay, well, we're not actually going to start looking, looking until we have X amount in our savings. Yeah, and it's easier having something to work towards. But I think you know you'll get like your first job and your first salary and all that Mm. and I feel like you need to live with that from home for a few months to understand how you spend your money before you start committing to thinking oh well I get paid like this much a month so I'm sure I can afford that rent but you can't because you spend too much money obviously if you have to like relocate then you know yeah it's different but I think like yeah as you say like focus on getting a job more first yeah and then go from there you know plan it a bit yeah well, you're the expert, really, because you've been living at home for a lot longer than I am. <laughs> this next one as well is you're probably more of an expert in. Um, trying, it's more of a general one. Trying to make it in your field. Obviously, you've I'm smashed done. it out of the park. I'm done. Uh, I'm still trying to find my way. <laughs> I have jobs, but you know, like... I think, like, it's just going to happen when you don't expect it, which mm. is annoying, but... There was a point in my second year where I remember being like to my mum, like, there were a few people on my course where, like, their dads were, like, in Sky News and all that, and they had really easy placements and everything. Mm. And I was like to my mum, 
why don't either of you have any connections? <laughs> like, why aren't you from That's the country? Why like, don't you know people? Literally how I feel. And it's so frustrating, but I also think it makes you work harder and do more to the point where actually when you come out, you'll probably look better for jobs than other yeah. people. And I just feel like if you really want something, you're going to work hard enough that it will come. Yeah. Do you know what's really spooky? I was applying for jobs the other day and like you know on tiktok like you'll be scrolling and um it'll be like oh i made loads of versions of this video like this one oh you. yeah and it was like angel numbers 777 obviously my lucky number is seven <laughs> and um 777 means like you're on the right path and I was applying for jobs as I saw it. And I was like, that's really spooky. I was like, wow. Well, well, to be fair, like my job now, so I've always, I did a journalism degree. I always wanted to go into tennis coverage. And that is my job now. Like I'm a tennis writer. But I first came out of uni, did local news for nine months on an online website. And it was a good job for what it was. Obviously not what I wanted to be doing. Mm. But I got my current job because the parent company that owned that little site also own like national ones and they ended up expanding out their sport but I remember when um you know when me and Jamie went to London the first time for his birthday this summer that trip and I had two weeks off work and it kind of made me think like the feeling I had going back to work wasn't a normal like post-holiday one I was like I need to quit and I put a certain date on when I wanted to quit um in terms of like when I was handing him a notice and stuff and I was literally just gonna probably like plug away for a bit and like save whatever money I could and maybe do stuff for free just get experience and then this job came up and I ended up getting it and my last day anyway ended up being the one that I planned so that's so spooky I don't believe in like manifesting but I really think I manifested that yeah and like I do I do believe that like there is like if you know the universe like <laughs> do you know what I mean like what's meant to be yeah. will be but I feel like you have to work for it like I feel like you can't yeah. sit and think all oh, the universe is going to do it you need yeah, to do 100%. it with the faith that you putting in that much work yeah. will get something like, out of it you sitting there and like just thinking I don't think like just sitting there and thinking or like writing in a book like yeah. this is going to happen like it's obviously not going to happen like you need to put the work in to happen but if you had the mindset that it could happen then like yeah it's and I think it's happen. that work that you do that will get you there because where I didn't have any connections at uni or anything I just used my blog and then you know, it's tough because you have to be in a position where you can do it. But if there is any experience you can do where they maybe mm. only pay for you ex- your expenses or you don't get paid for it. Yeah, I'm and doing it, unpaid. Yeah, and I think to be fair, it's easier now that a lot of people are doing work from home is hopefully if you can just yeah. sit at home, log onto your laptop and do something from that, it will pay off because you'll have stuff to show. Exactly, yeah. And don't be like ashamed of like doing un- unpaid work. Like if it gets, yeah. you, you know, stuff on your CV, like you know I'm the same as you with like I don't my family don't have connections like my you know my family are working class so I don't know people in the industry that I want to go into um so I'm sort of having to like really try now but you know it's it's tough grind you know it pays off though and I feel like it always feels nicer when you've had to kind of come from something yeah to get where you want but then I think even like for me, my ultimate dream has been to do this, but in a broadcasting capacity. So it feels nice that there's still something to aim for. Yeah. Because not that I'm like, I'm not bored at all, but because I've kind of got what I want. Yeah. Like there's only ever been one job I wanted. There's only ever been one man that I wanted. I have mm. both now. And I'm a bit like, okay. So I want to like try and make sure 
that I'm not settling into something that's going to be my life for the next like 20, 30 years. Yeah. I think that's like also going back to the one about moving out and graduating. That's why I'm happy to stay at home for a bit longer. Yeah. Because once I move out and if I move in with Jamie immediately, that's it. That's the rest of my life. Yeah. You need to spend more time with your mummy and daddy. <laughs> more with you. I'd rather yeah. live with you than Jamie. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going travelling, so if you want to move to Asia, go for it. <laughs> um, okay, last one is... Right, so this is on the subject of, like, wanting what you can't have. So the scenario is, I was speaking to someone... Oh, wait, no, you've got one as well. Like, I this do. is second to last, second to last. Um, so, wanting what you can't have. I was speaking to someone, and I wasn't too invested or interested, as I um, had a lot going on and wasn't looking for a relationship, so didn't want to lead them on. We started to drift apart and didn't talk as much, and then I found found out he was speaking to a different girl and they were going on dates and you know etc i know it's a kind of shitty i know it's kind of shitty of me but it made me realize i do actually really like him and miss him should i put my feelings out there to him and see if we can still have something or let him be with this other girl so i read that really awkward i feel like it's tough because in my mind if you got bored in the first place and it they probably aren't it for you and it is literally Mm. just the fact that you can't have them and i also feel like in these situations even if you technically had him first or whatever you need to think about the other girl Mm. because it's not like can you imagine how you would feel for the rest of your life if some random girl just came out the woodwork was like to your new guy oh i'm like I wanted to be with you and he just drops you. It depends really on the context because if they're like, I think he's just like talking to this other girl but then I don't like, yeah. And you've got to think like, why did you drift apart? Like, was it because like your lives just sort of got on top of you or like, did you get bored? Yeah. But, um, I don't know, we're like opposites. I'm the type of person who's like, just put your feelings out there. Don't be like too, you know. I feel like there's a way you can do it without being disrespectful. Yeah, like sort of do it respectfully like, um, like you know i'm you know a bit upset that things no not upset i don't know you can just sort of say like how you're feeling that you do actually kind of like him and see if if there is anything there because you never know like he could be feeling the same way anyway and then it's not really fair to that girl if he still has feelings for you um in the first place so you can put your feelings out there but like i wouldn't beg it or like yeah i feel like before you do it you really need to sit and think because they're like I do believe stuff like that actually makes you realise that you did like someone all along yeah. and maybe gives you that push. But at the same time, it could just be because someone else has him. Mm. And by the time you're on to the next guy, you don't care anymore. Yeah. So to be fair, it could like this is quite bad, again, because then multiple people might be getting played with here. But I think if you yourself move on and you still can't stop thinking about them, it also yeah. shows. Yeah. But before sort you make feelings clear, I feel like you need to know whether or not it's just because someone else has them now or yeah. it's made you realise. Have you gone on a date with, like, someone else or a couple of other people, like, see how they compare? Cause, yeah. Because you could just miss their company, like, as a friend and, like, their chat. You could, like... It's just having someone yeah. to talk to every day yeah. about, like, the random stuff that goes on because I feel yeah. like you don't do that unless you're talking to someone, so... Yeah, I, I'm the type of person who's like, fuck it, just put your out there. <laughs> like, if you get... You know, if he's like, nah, I'm, I prefer this other girl now, he'd be like, yeah, cool. I hope, I wish you all the best. And then on to the next. <laughs> yeah, that's, what's your one? You got another one? Oh, I feel like this is a bit less of a general thing. But um, one of my friends has, um, she has a housemate. So she basically lives, her, her boyfriend and a housemate. And they mm-hmm. found, you know, her and her boyfriend had the flat first. They kind of put an advert out there for a flatmate and this girl came and 
she doesn't talk and she's lived there for like months and months and months mm-hmm. and so they will all sit in the same room all day long in the front room for about eight hours and this girl will not speak to them and that's it and she'll just kind of go to bed and then what happens to my friend as well is if her boyfriend leaves the room for more than two minutes this girl will leave the room and will only come back when the boyfriend comes back and so my friend is left thinking you know does she not like me and I think it's quite an awkward situation because I, in an ideal world you'd want her to move out but she hasn't done anything wrong yeah. and you don't have grounds and you know my friend and her boyfriend are the ones that found a place first so they have like a slight bit more authority if they don't mm. like the flatmate to be like can you find somewhere else but she hasn't done something wrong and it's just something you need to learn to live with but it's yeah. an awkward situation I thought you would be quite good at trying to find a way to make it not really? awkward well I mean, I'm the top person who would just be like, hi, <laughs> what's your problem? No, joking. Um, is, like, maybe the girl's just, like, genuinely socially awkward and, like, you know, some people just can't talk, like, to other people. Yeah, like, I mean, I'd rather have someone like her than someone that's, like, rowdy up all rude, night. yeah. Like, she's probably not the worst flatmate. But it might be worth, like, um, your friend just speaking to her one-on-one one time, but, like, are you okay? Like, is, <laughs> like are you all right? Is there anything I can do? yeah. Do you want to do any, like, maybe just, like, reach out on brunch. You're like, would you like to go for a coffee one time, like, this week? Or, like, do you want to go for a drink? Do you want to go for dinner or something like that? Well, see, I think they've done that. And then they pay. And then this girl never pays back or something. Like, <laughs> so... Get her to pay. Yeah, I was going to say, she's she's paying you rent, but then she's so not paying for anything else. So when they go dinner, does she just sit there in silence? Like, I think they've tried to do takeaway nights and stuff before and tried to really, like, reach out and make her feel comfortable, especially because there's two of them and one of her. She just doesn't pay back or anything. Oh god, I don't know. I I think like there's only so much like your friend can do. Yeah. Like either this girl's like genuinely socially awkward or like has like social anxiety or something like that. Um or you never know, maybe she's deeply in love with her boyfriend, yeah. you know. <laughs> or maybe she's got massive I don't know, but I think it's worth just sort of addressing politely. Yeah, even if it feels like it's going to be more awkward, yeah. it probably can't get more awkward. awkward. So I mean, can it get more awkward? Anyway. Yeah. And if worst case scenario, you could be like, well, we're moving out, so you need to find somewhere else to go, and then don't actually move out once she's yeah. moved out. <laughs> oh my God. Yasmin, you can't do that. She's like, um, I think you should go. No. <laughs> I don't know. I think obviously it's a shame because like you want to get on with your housemate yeah but at the same time like they can just leave live separate lives you know? yeah it's not the end of the world it's better than if she was living a separate life and bringing people back and they yeah. were staying up all night and screaming and partying yeah um yeah i, I mean i think just politely address the situation yeah well, i feel like it's one of those things where in life you're gonna have to Live in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, when I have to live with Yasmin again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Promise. I wish I had it in me to do that thing, though, of, like, making it cheaper by living with someone else. I wish me and Jamie weren't that snobby. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't want, like... If I move out with my boyfriend, I just want it to be me and my boyfriend. Like, yeah. I don't want people there. I mean, if it was another couple, maybe, but I could not live with, like, one other person. It'd be so awkward. Yeah, Jamie's brother's doing that to move out. Like, him, his girlfriend, and someone else getting a place together. And I just... I wish I had it in me, because it would make it so much easier to live somewhere nice and pay less. Yeah. But I can't do it, so... Fair enough. I think it's more of a, like, you know, relationship thing, though. Yeah. Than a, like, snobby thing. Well, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Angleton over here. <laughs> maybe, um... Yeah, maybe if you don't like living with a flatmate, you need to just try and move out you and your boyfriend and... Yeah, find somewhere else, you know, do your own thing. But yeah. Well, thanks for uh, all the advice, Jasmine. I I feel like I don't have a place to give it, but 
Yeah. You never do like, when it's you. actually are we? I think that we can give people advice. Oh, oh well. I mean, hopefully it helps. Yeah, if that helps just, anyone. Uh, just go with the flow, basically. Mm. <laughs> go with the flow. Basically, yeah, just address your problems and communicate. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. <laughs> if you can't afford it, call the Samaritans. <laughs> Oh, cheap therapy. Right. Well, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to the, well, technically second episode of A Cup of Tea. Um, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Bye.